Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode one of Real Sports CSGO's podcast. This is our uh, first episode. Uh, my name is Zico Carcello. Uh, I'm Robert Thomas. No, my name is Anthony Vitale. And we're here to discuss the most hot, hottest topics in CSGO. Yeah, um, beginning the podcast, we're going to be talking about things like roster moves, recent roster changes, and some things that we feel in the game even, because it's not just the scene related, should be changed. Uh, anybody like to begin the podcast with that? I mean, I think the biggest uh, roster moves recently have been occurring over in Europe. Uh, you look at Dignitas this morning, they added Lowell and Asilion. Um, and then after that, they unfortunately did not make the ECS Development League or the uh, main league after losing Heroic. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, that was a 3-0, I think. And Lowell, mm-hmm. Lowell was doing pretty good for two of the maps, and Asilion was doing good for one. But like, I think the common factor I watched a little bit was they, they they need like somebody like Jkem to step up as their star rifler, but he just he hasn't been able to since like phase times. He he always showed little uh, blips and glimmers of him being good, but he never really exploded. Right. I'll, I'll, that was always the problem with the the Dignitas rosters throughout their like various iterations. Like Croman was never a star rifler. You just you don't have the player on the lineup who's gonna just go huge and carry a game for you. I can agree with that. Um, I plus of course you would have to admit that um, Dignitas is freshly formed, so you really can't expect anything from them online, mm-hmm. especially. So, I guess another uh, consideration for that. But I feel like down the road the team could be better. Uh, Rubino's a great support player. And then uh, and you have was pretty good. Um, JKM, of course, is, you know, these are all tier one players, one point Fox, you know, so they're all at one point were tier one players, but now kind of like team leftovers, so to speak. Um, how they'll do in Europe, it's going to be kind of interesting. But nice if they made the major, but, you know. Yeah, um, Dignitas came close in the PGL qualifier to, uh, to making it, actually. I mean, yeah. it was Vega Squadron at the end. Uh, they, they didn't really... It wasn't a, a good match by any means. They didn't really get that close, but just the getting there, I guess, to the point where they could have made it, it was like, in terms of people saying these names could beat these names, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, it was 2-2, two, two, and then they lost that last match to Vegas Squadron, but, you know. I mean, sometimes you have to be clutch. They weren't clutch back then, but they replaced some of their weaker aspects with Lowell. I thought it was a great part of Mouse Sports. I was kind of surprised he got dropped, but then, you know, every roster move, I mean, the Mouse Sports, like they won ESG, Mykonos, Mykonos, so maybe it was the right move mm-hmm. dropping level, but then they didn't. They couldn't play well against Fnatic in E League. So that's it's really interesting to see. Um, JKM, like you said, uh, hasn't been good since Phase. So mm-hmm. it's really interesting. Dignitas. It's a very interesting case study in terms of even in Phase. You mm-hmm. see, like how they had players. It felt like they were built around the momentum that they were supposed to have. Like you have players like AZ, who who was always in the Danish scene. You would say. Oh, AZ's gonna break out. He's gonna be a top five Danish player in no time, and he'd have those games. But then at the same time, he would have some terrible games, some terrible events, and you'd say, "Where's this AZ we've been expecting this whole time?" And the same thing can be said for Fox, for Michael Ailey at points, and for Jacob when they were on that team as well. Right, and Alu too. Yeah, bought Alu, got Alu, so I guess you say the same thing. Yeah. When you when you think about the community built off of Alu, it was always. Alu had the potential, but it wasn't even that he wasn't living up to it, because he definitely was. He was showing that back and forth. It was just that you look at AZ, and he had, like, one good match, but you look at Alu, and he had one good event. Right, that's true. 
Um, in, in AZ's credit, now on North, they're fitting in Valder into their team. He's looked a lot better. He's having good. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like all these all these players that like do have the star potential, need the right system to fit in. And going back to Dignitas, if you can get that for Jacob, he's one of those players who can do it. Mm -hmm. The problem for Dignitas is now they're not in ECS. They're all they're playing ECA open. That, that's the tier I'm playing in. I'm all like, yeah. like they can't get better playing against people like me. Yeah, of course they're, it's they're, a gun. they're not they're not playing any top tier counters. Like the only event they've got coming up is this ROG Masters event in Germany with like Gambit, right. Vic, and alternate attacks and that kind of thing. So I'm worried they're just not gonna have the opportunity to, to improve. And there's a possibility well, I mean, they qualify for Denver, but as yeah, in the open qualifiers, but I mean online wise they're playing against some kindness regards Swedish team, which is tier twenty five Swedish team. So I mean there's a possibility they could make Denver, which should have some decent teams, like in the right. qualifier, close qualifiers, like um, Hellraisers. So yeah. it's not it's not LDLC. It's not another question to make that. It's two spots for qualifying. They can definitely do a yeah, crazy bracket. Toss for too long, but uh, in that same token, you were mentioning Denver, and it was Kiyoshima, Zaiwu, Plesson, Nexa, and Smuya participating in that qualifier, and they've actually made it into the close qualifier for Europe. That's very impressive. So Smuya has been... Well, Smuya, of course, was on Epsilon recently. Kyo, everyone knows Kyo. But I guess the big uh, storyline there is Zawu because, of course, he's been the god of French uh, Counter-Strike, at least lower Counter-Strike, and he's been known to carry his teams. Uh, but the thing, of course, with him, in terms of becoming a better roster, like I know Envy talked to Malik of uh, Team Envy's coach, and they they did pursue him, but unfortunately, he weren't able to get him because his mom is literally like, you know, I don't want him playing at... A higher level practically is what she's saying understandable, understandable. and then she wants him to finish school i understand that but at some point like he could probably get a big contract like envy or Maybe an lgc like i mean but still like you could think i guess probably she doesn't want him like leaving the house like you know uh doing stuff like that but the thing is um she's really holding him back in his career because he's a god at uh cs and he's been pretty good against tier two one counter-strike even so Seeing him against better teams will be very interesting, especially in a close qualifier. With people like Kiyoshima, a god of uh, French CS. I mean, sure, he's a problem, but he's a pretty good problem to have if you're on a team like that and you want to qualify for a land. So seeing him, if he qualifies for Denver, that'd be very interesting. Maybe, like, when you think about in terms of how all the other teams in this qualifier are put together, like, uh, you have Dignitas, like we said before, you have... Mortal Kombat, uh, Hellraisers, Binary Dragons, like these are teams that have played together at one point or another and have been together for quite a long time now. And uh, when it comes to those five players coming out of nowhere and just joining together, if they were to qualify for that event, that'd be pretty, like a telling point, wouldn't you think? Yeah, that'd be pretty insane because like Binary Dragons, they um, online their way into Atlanta. They didn't do very well at land at Atlanta, but... They made it in the qualifier online. Yeah, uh, and they showed they showed little uh, little little glimmers of hope for the future. I guess like they weren't these aren't superstar players, you know, like the names. Right, they're Serbian's team mostly. That was uh, Yanka's old team, but I mean, Nico's younger cousin Hunter. Right, right. Uh, and they look I at think, uh, you go. I can't I can't see the the bench warmers as they've, as they've dubbed themselves getting through this qualifier because there's so many of these like team they're playing today. The old singularity roster. They, they won Copenhagen games against loads of pickup teams of similar like skill level. Mm -hmm. I think. And I ju it's just like it's great they've got this far and they beat a decent team. And um, oh, who 
Brazil have beaten them since before the game? Maybe Psycho Power? Psycho Power. Suka Power. They beat Suka Power, which yeah, had uh, Hampus and Devil Walk. And that's it. The, the uh, yeah, Devil Walk Hampus team. 16-14 to make it, and like, they're, they're a decent team, but they're not amazing. And yeah. All the other teams in this qualifier have been playing together. <coughs> Even have teams like Giants from Spain and stuff. Yeah, uh, Giants, two Portuguese players, yes? Yes, they've got Tiris, who's, like, had his moments with playing with mm -hmm. Fox and stuff. And then you have, I mean, they, I mean, uh, Tricked, uh, Singularity, they had that one good event, like you said. And then they played pretty well against SK Gaming at, I want to say, ESO1 Cologne. No, yeah. Uh, might have been Cologne. No, it wasn't Cologne. It was like a different event. No, it was um, Summer. That, uh, Open Summer. Summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. but... Outside of that, they really haven't been that great. Um, I mean, Refresh and Console have been pretty good, players, generally. But I feel like... like I feel like Keo or one of them could carry against Tricked. And then they play either LDLC or Giants. Probably LDLC... I mean, it's a rough road, and they have to be LDLC, and then they'd have to be Hellraisers or Spirit, more than likely. So it's a really rough road to qualify for them. I forget that Pronax, Pith, Mike, Galili, Barbar, and Calais are playing in their mixed team in this qualifier, the same qualifier. Mm. Yeah, They're playing against us, Mike Galili versus Old Dignitas. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, Denver is a bit interesting event. I mean, look at like the Dreamhacks have had some very interesting storylines. Like uh, Tours was the refer the um, yeah. resurgence of G two, or you had Atlanta with Envy is only one of the year, or yeah. well besides Westlake, but that's different. Envy doesn't really count, I guess. Um, you know, so the Opens have uh, had some very interesting storylines. Misfits had a really good performance at Tours. You know, it's really interesting to see. So if Denver might see a team like Kiyoshima's team get there, be very. That'd be yeah. For sure. Obviously, like we're gonna see teams like Heroic in this in this event for like the main invites, like Envious probably. Um, it won't be. I'm I'm not, I'm not expecting Epsilon. Just reading Epsilon. I'm not expecting teams like Fnatic or uh, Ninjas in Pajamas to be or accept invites to this event because it's not really a huge. Right. Deal. But considering that this is an American event and most of these teams are in America for E League right now. It's not too far out of the question that one or two top teams could appear here. Well, I guess, but it's also around the same time as Epicenter, so... Truth, yeah. So that's the so only any, issue? the like, teams that missed the, uh, the missed the, maybe Optic? Maybe we could see Optic. More than likely, if they don't make, yeah. Or like a CLG, you know. That'd so. be a really, uh, a really big, um first event for them if there were to be teams like uh, Envious and yeah, all of them. Talking about roster changes, you can't you can't forget Optic. I mean, yeah. Optic went from being North American Darlings back at E-League Season 2 and then they bombed out at the Major, unfortunately, and um, Snake is Law left, and then they were in literally hell for a while. Now, you have a team with a lot of potential. Some people I've been seeing saying Top 5 online. Of course, that's Reddit, so I mean they're going to say whatever, but I mean, even with Freiburg IGLing, I feel like Optic has a lot of potential in the future. You look at yeah. um, I'm a pet as a coach. I mean, we did with CLG from making them a team that was literally a joke into a team that was able to contend with Astralis at a LAN. It's pretty impressive. So I feel like he could definitely be a, a force multiplier. I feel a lot of people 
Oh, you say what you say what you're gonna say. It's very, it's very reminiscent of me to the Mouseport cluster where you take someone who's not really an in-game leader and Chris J and just mm. bunch together a bunch of talent, and, like see what happens, kind of deal. Like you compare like Ali with Oscar. Chris yeah, you there, could. Like I said. I mean, you have you have the talent there. You have an inexperienced in-game leader, and it's gonna be very hit or miss, even on the day, let alone throughout an event. I think. And you have to have the Estonian player, HS, or uh, in Mouse Sports be Rops. I see a lot of people giving HS a lot of flack. I don't I don't get it. Like, I think HS is a really talented young player who has, like, the time to grow and develop and do an even better one. Like, I see people saying things like, oh, why'd they pick HS up when they could have gotten someone like, like, kept Nath? Like, uh, nah, that would make no sense. Because, like, HS is a lot of, definitely has a lot of potential. Look at Penta. He was great during the uh, minor. And then major qualifier yeah, the is pretty well. He did pretty good in the major too. I think he got, he had some pretty good uh, yeah. clips. I think he had a pistol 4K against the pretty decent team. Yeah, he had. Uh, he's very nutty with pistols for sure. He's very good yeah, at pistols. Well, like, yeah, and that's something that's players. very important to have. I would say in a player because like the, like fanatic, oh, old fanatic with the uh, when they were gods, Dennis was a god on pistols. So yeah, I feel like if you're gonna be a good team, you want to have at least one person that's really good on pistol rounds because. Yeah. Especially with this new meta, with the whole um, changing with the Glocks, and like now you have um, uh, less aim punch. I feel like pistols rounds are become a lot more important in terms of who wins, yeah. you know, and setting the pace uh, for like economy-wise. Keeping in mind that Penta went out of the major. Um, what was it? Uh, one and three. One and yeah. three. He had a he had a 1.2 rating throughout the major, and considering that they went out, that's 1.02. yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, 1.02. That's pretty impressive. Thinking, considering how young he is, this is his first major, not right. even his first major, but it's one of his it's his biggest event of his career. This player hasn't been anywhere like this before. He's never been in in, in the limelight, and finally he gets onto the the biggest stage possible. Although they didn't make it to the playoffs. They made it to one of the biggest stages possible, but but just let that sink in for some people who like doubt the kid's talent. Like I'm sure people said the same thing about other players when they joined teams, like Stewie, Rops, Rops. I mean, there's a lot of players. Automatic. I remember even like Thorin would say Automatic was only good against tier two, against tier one he was trash. And then I mean, look at Automatic recently with 4K on pistols against like SK and everything. It was insane. Like, and then, and then uh, he was like, he's the best player, he's so good. Thorin was like, oh, he's great. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously, uh, opinions can change, but uh, that's, that's a whole different, uh, that's a whole might different topic. Give, might want to give him time before you make an opinion on him, you know what I mean? Like, you right. can have a prejudgment, but you don't say anything until the fact. Right, for sure. But then, of course, automatic, that's, this whole, that's a whole other mm -hmm. discussion. Yeah, um... I'd like to transition and do a quick discussion about how you guys feel about the recent, but like over time changes to the pistols. Oh, like in terms of like the Glocks and the P250s and everything. Glock P250, five seven. Uh, is that it? Was there another one? No, it was uh, Tech Nine. Tech Nine too. Tech Nine. Yeah. Okay. I I don't like what they've done with almost all the changes, pistol wise and okay. punch wise, but I think what they've done is been done really well and I think it all worked I just dislike it based on like mm. personal opinion as opposed to like an objective look at how it affects the game 
I understand why they did it. Like they always have like a good reason. Like five seven, they wanted to be more of a you stand somewhere good positioning. Like they're trying to reward certain playstyles with certain guns. But I yeah. feel like they haven't still haven't the guns are still pretty powerful against armored opponents or you yeah. know. So it's kind of. It's, it's a really weird think one. That on that same note, that the P two fifty, I feel good change I, I i think personally that i still use it and i still think it's like a very viable pistol regardless because it was a little too overpowered but they didn't really change anything other than the fact that you can't run up to a guy and shoot him in the close range in the head and then kill him right uh, i think the five seven gonna, was a good change because you have to stand still most most of the shots i think the glock i hate the new glock man like <laughs> the new glock is pretty overpowered before now like oh my how, like how can and then the last pistol, the Tech Nine. I think I think they changed the Tech Nine the wrong way to make it bad. Yeah, I think they Agreed. changed it in a different way. I think that it's it's supposed to be a gun that you can run and shoot with. Right. I just think that the armor penetration should have been lowered and maybe the bullet like number a little bit more. But the fact that you now have to like you can't run with this gun anymore, man. Like you have to be so accurate and so close. No, with the, with the Tech-9, like, running it's super accurate, but you have to shoot super slowly. Oh, like, yeah, and that. It. You have to tap it. Like, you can't like, run and spam anymore. I thought that was cool. I thought that was, like, a good thing to have for a pistol. The, the weird thing, like, to me, looking at all of these is my problems with the pistols were always the running speed. Like, how easy you just strafe out, land a couple of bullets, and get back to cover before the person you're facing can even react. I don't have a problem with one-shot headshot pistols. Like, I think it adds something to the game where you have okay. to play around that on a which right. is why, like, fundamentally, I disagree with what Valve's done. But the way they've balanced the Tech Nine, and the way they've balanced the Five Seven to be these, these niche weapons, as opposed to something you can just rely on to win you rounds, yeah. is actually really well done by them. I, I yeah. disagree with what they've done fundamentally, but it's a really well balanced set of pistols we've got going now. Where the CZ is the best one, but it's, it's not overpowered. I don't think. Yeah, that's the biggest storyline I would think, because before everyone buy Tech Nines, now it's all CZs on the uh, tier side. I think I've seen one or two pro players have a Tech Nine. I think my favorite pistol right now and on each map would have to be like for, for Mirage, I absolutely love what they did with the 5.7 because now if you're going to play with a 5.7 on Mirage, like on CT side, I love playing under balcony and I used to love playing under balcony because when I could, I could just run at them and shoot at their heads. But now it makes me have to like, I, it's one and done or maybe I'll get into a new position and maybe get two. Right. But... I'm not allowed to win the round for my team by running in and killing three people with a one-shot headshot close range. Like, that's a little ridiculous. But now, I have to do it because it's skillful. Like, I have to be in a position to do that. It's not the pistol doing it, it's me. Right. Yeah. I can agree with that. Um, another thing, like, look at, like, the Tech 9 is no longer used, or, like, the M4A4 is now the default uh, rifle compared to the M4A1S. Like, no one uses the A1S. It's pretty interesting. I mean, they haven't really nerfed. I mean, haven't done any changes that recently. Maybe they should change the A1S. I mean, a lot of people have said they should give it either a bigger ammunition, a uh, bigger magazine, because I mean, or hold more reserves because you can't you can't spam that, or you know, expect to last a whole round with it. To be honest, right? It, it's yeah. weird that to me to change like to the M4 because once the like the most recent change to those guns were must be over a year ago now, and the changes are really gradual to favor the A4. You're already? Like, it started off almost 50-50 when the, the most recent, in inverted commas, recent like, patch uh, came in. And it's been really slow getting to this position right now where actually the A4 is the favorite rifle and it's clear it's better than the A1S. 
Yeah, I feel like people have like a personal preference. I feel like when you think about the M4, A4, and the A1S, it's like there are people who are really accurate with their weapons and think that they can kill people really quickly. So they can only they they're like conservative with their bullets, right? So they're like, oh, the M4, A1S is good for me because I'm accurate. And then you have people who are like, oh, I'm I can shoot over a long range and spray people down. And that's the people who like the A4 because there's enough bullets to do that. But the difference is so big now that it's either. I yeah. can kill people quick, or I can spray multiple targets at once, but I need the ammo. Right. So, like, if there was, like, I feel like what they should have probably done is just completely scrapped the M4A1S and then just added a silencer to the M4A4, and then that would have just changed the gun. I don't feel like having two different guns is necessary. Is that overpowered, dare I say? Like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't change the gun. I mean, it would. Like the the silence rifle is definitely relevant, I think. Well, if you if you think about it, how how would putting the silencer on the M4A1S change it in any way other than you wouldn't be able to trace the bullets? That's massive. That is massive, yeah. Smokes, like you do with the A4, and you put like suppressor on it so you can't see the traces. That's a massive change. That's fair. No, I like it was this this is the best balance we've seen it in it for a while like if we go back to 2015 and literally everyone used a1s apart from Freiburg. um <laughs> and, and now you still have i mean may, maybe maybe it's a reason for why they're being so so poor recently because Virtus Po all used a1s still you've got players like scream who are known for their aim still using the a1s because uh... there are still things that reward the playstyle you go with it but for most positions then the A4, A4 is favorite, yeah. potential. Maybe with the pistol changes, and we'll see less just rushes through like apps with pistol armor. Then the A4 will fall out of favor, but I doubt it. They probably need to up the reserve ammo capacity, maybe up the like fire rate very slightly. Yeah, I wish that. Uh, I wish that. I mean, I wish that. I, I find it that players who can use both the a1s and the a4 are really talented because they, they they're able to adjust how they spray multiple times like i know one player in specific there aren't many players like this but rain and forest those are two players that i've seen use both weapons at like different times mm -hmm. and are successful with both and i find rain to be just like how is he diverse and like, like he can do everything it's because rain's one of the best players out there right now i mean like he could do everything but op, and like he's in-game led, but it wasn't like super in-game leader. Like it wasn't like one that you he like all oh, rain in-game leads, but he could still like help. Yeah. And I find him like such a valuable player. He's so cerebral. Like he just knows everything that's going on in the map. He will, he will make the correct decision almost every time in any situation. It's, it's unreal. Absolutely, yeah, it is unreal. Uh, but it was it was a E League, I think it was, when they were playing in groups and they were playing on Mirage. And Miko and Olafizer and Guardian were going nuts, and he was having not a quiet game, but he was just doing his job so well in CTA on Mirage that they just—it didn't matter that they were only playing him there; they were still funneling the players toward mid, where the rest of these superstars on this team could just like shut them all down every single round. It was—it was the game where they just went up to like a 14-1 CT lead on Mirage. Yeah. Honestly, I think that uh, on Garrus highlights how good Rain plays in one of his latest videos. He's Sean. I don't know. I don't understand. Like he, he, he must be a good aim game leader 
based off the videos that he makes because he knows so much. Like, he just understands the game so well. It, his videos just make me, like, it's like, I think, and I understand, and he explains it in a way that I would be able to relate to in a game. Like, it's not just, like, an in-game leader who's like, okay, do this. No, they're explaining to me why I do this, what it does, and how to counter it if somebody does it to me. Like, it's not just do it. Yeah. No, it's, uh... He knows it. Actually, on, on the subject of Sean Guys and Misfits, they were playing NRG in, I think, the epicenter yeah. qualifier. And they were playing a 4B overpass CTP fault. And this is the kind of stuff that, like, I love the innovation you see there. Because te teams are never going to rush backwards. Te teams are very rarely just going to rush long on A. So, so why not play four players on B? Like, I don't know why no one's done it before. It seems so obvious when you see it, but it's just... Yeah. I mean, Shankar has some great tactics. It's just the issue of, I feel like for Misfits, is besides the fact that Shankar is a br brilliant leader, like I've already said before multiple times, um, Sean Garris just can't frag very well. If Sean Garris found his, if it was like a Stanislaw where he could be a good loose caller and he could um, frag very well, then I feel like Misfits could be uh, a tier one North American team. See, how I've always felt about Sean Garris was that he can't frag. He can't frag. It's like a fact. I've said it in a couple conversations before. He can, he's, I don't understand how he's able to frag at the same level. Like the same amount of like like stats like at any level though like he, could, he when he was in tier one Counter Strike he was able to frag just as bad as he does now <laughs> but it, but when I but when I say that but when I say bad he, he was playing against tier one players and he's doing the same as he is now right so it's a tell like I, when people I th it's going back to a conversation that we actually had yesterday about the same topic Sean Gares in my opinion is what North America needed or needs in terms of innovation and change. And if he had, like, really good players around him, and when I say really good, I'm not saying that Shazam isn't good or Sick isn't good. What I mean is, like, players that he can rely on to get those kills on, like, top-level, like, events. But he, well, he doesn't have that. Isn't that just 2015 Fnatic with Chromax at that point? Yes. <laughs> so... His his tactics aren't America. Like he's not an American player. Even like this this guy is not your average American in-game leader. Yeah. Like you think about how each player has their own style. Each in-game leader has their own like book. Sean Garris' book is like straight out of Europe. Yeah. It's like he bought a book from Europe and took it back to America. And everybody's like, no, nah, I can't read that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we put S's instead of Z's, and it just completely. <laughs> That's why they had to get two French players. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. And speaking of Almanac and uh, Devidek, Devidek got kicked from, uh, not kicked, but he was uh, he left um, Envious to join Misfits and Almanac. No, he was, he was kicked. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, I'm just trying to be nice. I'm just trying to be nice. Um, <laughs> I mean, he was kicked. <laughs> yeah, for Scream. Uh, that's it. That's a compliment, even. That's a compliment. I mean, yeah. What you think if Scream's going to join their team or just go off and do whatever he wants? Yeah, but Devidek should be honored. If Scream says yes, then... Yeah, I mean, he got a good two months in. Yeah, but I mean, for him, it's worked out. You know, I feel like it's worked out better because Devidek and Almanac have been a great clutch duo for Misfits, yeah. especially on land, like yeah. against uh, Navi when they beat Navi at a uh, Taurus. Don't even talk. It was Shazam. I mean, yeah, but Devidek and Almanac had some great clutches. Like Shazam was great against Guardian, yes, especially on Mirage, on that B site, but. Amadek and Devidek had some great clutches on the A site. It was I remember watching that. It was pretty uh, it was pretty great to watch. And that's why I said, Oh, that's why this is why they this is why Sean Gare is one of these people. Because I was like, Why do Misfits have two French players? It's weird, you know? But then 
I mean, I guess it works out pretty well. I mean, they all speak English. That's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Speak English, get kills. Wow. And this was when Scream was down again. For, yeah, yeah, he was switching back and forth between XMX and Devo Duvek. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. XMX, that's an interesting one. It was a little weird. It was, it was. So, uh, at this point, we're going to have to start talking about the little game that we have prepared for oh, the podcast. <laughs> Alright, so how it works is I'm going to ask a question. They're going to give me a response within a minute about. Okay. okay. Uh, literally, we're going to see who has the most points by the end. I have 11 questions set up, and we're going to have a timer for a minute. I'm going to at the minute, and first question goes to... I'm going to give it to BCG to answer first. Okay, let's go. Please be nice to me. If you could, or should I say, if you had to make a one- or two-player swap between any North American team within range of each other, who would you choose to swap and why? So you have one minute on the clock, starting... time. Wait, starting now? I didn't hear you. Oh, well, okay. you got 40, you have 50 seconds. Oh Jeez. god, okay. Um, so the, the player I'm moving is FNS from CLG. I think he's the best in-game leader who can also not, not like, slag with the best, but at least keep up. And I'm moving him onto this Cloud9 team because they they need someone to leave them. In place they of have, they have talent in Russian Tarek, they have Stewie and they have automatic and you're dropping Skadoodle because he does not fit into the framework that Cloud9 are building with the super fluid, super aggressive uh four man death squad that they want to run. If they need an AWP, Stewie can do it, he's good enough. Tarek can do it, he's sort of good enough to second AWP, he can pick it up if they need to. And FNS just adds the stability that they need when they're in a scenario where you know, not everything is going correctly and they need to fall back on someone who has the experience in these situations to keep the team together and also the game knowledge to try and find a hole in the opponents and Time then is up. exploit that. Alright, so Same question? I have, yeah, same question, but All I have right. a reason why I'm probably not going to give you the point BCG, but I'll, I'll explain that again. Wow. Like, there's like a... There's just a really big flaw in that. In, in that's demoralizing. Wow. That's just. Like, at least wait till he's answered. I'm depressed now. I'm depressed now. You're gonna have to have a pretty, uh, pretty stellar answer there, Jamaican. All right. So here's what I'm saying. I'm gonna say, drop Stanislaw, right? And we're gonna add, uh, we're gonna add Rush from Cloud Nine. So here's why. Um, Stanislaw, past couple events has been pretty awful. Uh, let's not let's not sugarcoat it. Uh, yes, the one New York, he did terrible. The event before that, Mykonos, he was okay, but he was pretty bad anyways. Only last good event he had was he had someone Cologne in the group stage and against Phase in the in the bracket. He was awful. Whereas Rush has been consistent. Uh, he's been a pretty good player overall. Entry fragger. While Liquid doesn't necessarily need another entry fragger, um, Nitro can IGL. And Stanislaw, he's not even IGLing anymore, so why even keep him around? If he's underperforming. Bang bang. Um in terms of logic. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I wasn't specific with this question. So I'm actually gonna give the point to BC uh, to BCG. Yes. 
Rip. The flaw that there was in that was that they would lose their spot in the major qualifier because they can't drop Skadoodle, Stewie, or oh, Automatic. Wait, you got the point. You got the point. You got the point. <laughs> but on the other hand, Stanislaw pick, I feel like your over like the overreaction over the recent matches was a little bit drastic, considering that Mechanos was his for Stanislaw, I mean Mechanos was like well, I think he was their second best player at Mechanos. Um, with a 1.11 rating was under Elise, he was their second best um, so second best, BCG. first loser BCG gets the point okay, same same question but Europe they have to have the same language like they can't, it can't be like crazy it can't be like Cold Zerida phase oh, who goes first? Um, I gave it. I gave. I gave it to BCG last time, so I'm gonna give it to you this time. Ready, set, All right. go. All right. So if I'm dropping one player from one roster, it's gonna be. No, you can do two if you want. You can. Right, do right. Two. But I'm just gonna do one. It's gonna be dropping Zipnix from Astralis for Valde of North. Well, in reality, it doesn't really make much sense because North just added Valde. And Zipnix, I mean, he's been on the roster for a while. The issue with Zipnix is he was their clutch player. He would always be the last person alive. And like at Star Ladder, he had over 16 clutches, but recently he has not been clutched whatsoever. Astralis has been trending downwards, North is trending upwards. It would weaken North, strengthen Astralis, because Valdi's an amazing player. I feel like he'd add a lot of value to Astralis. Okay. Okay. Your turn, BCG. Ready, set, go. Okay, so it's a change a lot of people wanted to see happen in the player break, but I want to see Alex Monica Navi. Um, he's just the extra firepower that takes this Derby team from maybe top five, like team in the world, to one that can challenge your titles. And you're you're getting rid of Seized. Uh, I mean, Derby wanted to do it anyway. Electronic was the player they wanted to bring in. I want to see it happen. A lot of other people want to see it happen. Players in Derby probably wanted to see it happen. And it just makes sense uh, as a roster change for firepower in the current meta. Game. Okay, I'm going to give. <coughs> I'm gonna give the point to Jamaican. Hey. So the reasoning why I'm giving it to Jamaican is because I feel like Valde is not a player that like, can be useful in any level of the scene at any role, basically, other than like opping and in-game leading. Kind of like he reminds me of Rain, actually, in a way, in a sense, because Valde has like the, the sim a similar, not play style, but the way he goes about the game, like his his mind functions in a similar way, where he knows what he has to do, when he has to do it, who he has to do things for. And I feel like he could be a good a good clutch player, like what Zipix was to be and could be. Um, and with the electronic one, I feel like that was it was like a, it was like an obvious choice almost. Like electronic is just super talented, is super losing it recently. So I just felt like I feel like Australis was in need of a change more because Australis has been together longer, and I felt like Navi is still trending upwards slightly considering that they just made their latest roster change and they need time, so that's the only reason why. Uh, third question is, what player in the scene do you feel should be in a better team? You can't choose the one that you just oh, picked. Come on. Where would you... It's too easy. <laughs> and where would, you put... where would you put that player? I'm going to um... give it to me first. Ready, set, go. Okay, I think the player currently on a weak team to be on a bad team, I'm going to go with Tabson. Um... He's obviously been insane skill-wise on Big, and although Big obviously had their major run, it doesn't seem like they're going to be able to replicate it, at least to me. And Tabson was very much 
the individual catalyst for them beating a lot of teams you consider better than them. I'm gonna put him on, I think, Mouse Sports, just because that's sort of the only team he's fit into at the moment. And you're looking at Stiko or something to replace probably Stiko. Um, I, ge I guess. Yeah, Your time is up. All right, all right, Jamaican. Is this Europe or just ready. just Europe or or, or NA too? Or any team, any player. Anywhere. Okay, all right. Ready, set, go. So for me, I think it's a pretty slam dunk one. It's Ricky from CLG and putting him on Cloud Nine. Here's why. All right, so because there's the thing, Skadoodle, he's been trending downwards recently, in my opinion. He hasn't been consistent. I know okay. Super Stidham makes his little videos about trying to hype up poor Skadoodle, but Skadoodle has not been consistent recently. Hasn't been the greatest. Ricky, the other hand, great opera for Renegades, um, great secondary opera on CLG, and he's a great rifler all around. I feel like he'd be a great player addition for Cloud9. Is that it? You have like 30 yes. seconds left. Yeah. Go. I mean, that's about I it. I mean, think he already won, if I'm honest. <laughs> Dude, I'm giving it to you. That. I'm giving it to you. BCG gets the point. Wow. Really? I'm okay, thank, I mean, yes. The point. Thank you. I knew, I knew I won that one all along. <laughs> I'm giving BCG the point because my obvious pick would be Kusta over Rick. I like the innovation. Uh, I, would, I would still be picking Kusta. My issue with Kusta, I think Ricky has better rifles. Is my issue. And Kusta, uh, I mean, I, that's how I feel about Kusta. And Ricky has Ricky has better uh, as better player. He better playmaking abilities, in my opinion. Oh uh, well, I mean, yeah, I guess. I would just say just because. If you can get old school um, enemy Kusta into Cloud Nine. That's very skill. Yeah, I mean, when you have players like Skadoodle and the number one American team offing, well, uh, now it would be Liquid, but the supposed super team and it's Skadoodle offing, and one player who has been good but has been trending down is a little bit scary. Especially when this player can't pick up a rifle all the time and be a useful addition to the uh, push. You're talking about, JD Wait, you're talking about JDM or Skadoodle? Skadoodle. Okay, because I know JDM can't rifle whatsoever. I mean, he's got a little better with it, but I mean... What's his name has, and he's been better with pistols too. Actually, recently, JDM. JDM? Oh yeah. Too. Um, number five. Is, oh, number four rather. Which player in the upper echelon of the scene is underperforming the most and should be removed? And who would you replace them with, and where would they go? I'm gonna give you a minute thirty. BCG starting now. Um, the pick for me is Taco from SK. He's just not really been loving it. They've been trying a lot to try and turn their, their fortunes around. They've been putting Taco on the second York. They've been trying to just change their game, and it just hasn't worked. And Taco, Taco's been statistically the worst player on this team since he joined it, but now they're not succeeding, then obviously the blame turns on him. With Immortals falling apart, you look to Steel and Bolts. Apparently there's history between Bolts and Fallen. So I want to see Steel coming from Immortals and taking Taco's place on SK Gaming to try and turn their fortunes around and get them back to winning championships. Uh, and ta maybe, and Taco maybe, goes to Immortals? Maybe Taco, maybe Taco can join the, the Twins and KNG oh. and FNX's team if he wants to. I don't know if he'd fit into that personality-wise. and I don't want to okay. go memeing too hard, but Taco <laughs> seems like he's a party animal kind of guy. Or maybe <laughs> he joins with Bolts and they pick up three more yeah. players from Disney. And make a new team with well, that would just be two players because they have Horvy already. Oh, true. Okay. So, okay, I like that. That was a good. That was a little bit of. Uh, think about that too deep in terms of how SK Gaming has been doing. Like, I, I didn't really put two and two together. Like, Taco could go here and they could go there. But uh, that was pretty good. All right, next is uh, Jamaican. You have a minute and thirty starting in three seconds, so I can make it accurate. And now, I mean, if you want to consider Navi a top tier team, I guess we go with them. And I'll say Edward. 
because I've, I've been a fan of Edward, but ever since New York, he has won the York, he hasn't had a good tournament, in my opinion. Like, he has been looking pretty awful. His rating 2.0, he has a .93. He's averaging .6 kills around, and he's a rifler. He's supposed to be a star rifler. And if you're supposed to be he on a... Is? He's supposed to be. Supposedly, yeah. I mean, are you talking about the kills per round? That's that's on so he's supposed, supposed to be, to be star rifle. He's supposed to be a a star rifle. He's he was originally supposed to be a star rifle. Like I mean, he's supposed to be good on rifles. Not like an opera, obviously. I'm saying, but like he's supposed to be a good player on okay, a okay. quote unquote all star team. So I'd place him with obvious pick Edward. I'm uh, not Edward. Um, Edward. Edward. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, electronic. Obviously electronic. I mean, come on. Let's let's not let's not cut ourselves. Electronic's been hard carrying flip side for a long time now. Where does so. Edward go? Uh, either flip side or you can go to like Hellraisers, anywhere in CIS. Oh, I mean, no, pick one, pick one. Uh, pick flip one. side, flip side, flip side. He's going to flip side. He's going to flip side. Point is going to BCG. Oh my again. god, I'm getting wrecked. Easy, easy. Yeah, I, I, I like, I like what you, I like what you were saying, Jamaican. But how I feel is that it would have like a. You think about like the Cloud Nine effect. Like Navi has an in-game leader, yes, but when you have simple, electronic, flamey, and seized under an in-game leader. Like they're gonna have too many people wanting to go in first. Too many people. Not necessarily. I mean, it depends on egos. Is all the thing. It's just about hey, egos. Hey, 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 I'm the judge. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> this so, is rigged. This man's word is final. Okay. I'm going to get disqualified if you. <laughs> all right. So point goes to BCG number five. Which team that's core hasn't already attended a major deserves to reach one, and why? First up is Jamaican. Starting now. All right. Which core deserves to attend a major? You're saying it hasn't attended yeah. a major at all? At all. at all. What team with a current core that hasn't right. attended a major deserves to attend one? I'll, I'll restart the time. Hold on. Ready, set, go. Oh, that's a rough one. Um, I would say Renegades. Okay, so Renegades has been number always always wins the Asia Minor. They've always looked good, decent. Like, they have yet to win, have a signature win in a small tier land or even a big land. They always make the major qualifier, but they never just get to that major. And it's really depressing seeing... These poor boys from Australia, the best Australian players, plus whatever two, you know, now because they're not a full Australian lineup anymore, whatever two um, people they can pick up. I mean, it's they've been a pretty good team. You know, they have a lot of promise, pop potential, but they never do get that one last push in order to get that major. So I will see them. Okay, BCG, go. Uh, my pick is going to be Heroic. Uh, when they fail to qualify, even for the qualifier, they, they fell out at the same stage as Nip for the Greco the entire Greco stage. And to me, that was an even bigger upset because they've been looking really good going into that process. They've had good tournaments in Valencia and Atlanta since then. They kind of flopped to Mykonos, but now they're in ECS. They beat um, Dignitas to get there today, as we discussed earlier. You've got players like Yugi and Niku, both, Nico, both of whom are absolutely insane. And then you've got some experience in someone like Modi, who's been around the scene for a long time, but has just never quite made it to the major. Um, I was looking at the stats earlier when we discussed the hero game. Yugi had 80 kills in that match. He was 80 for 54 or something nuts. Like they're, they're, they're insane players. They're a good team. And I think they can make it to the major. I think they'll deserve to be there when they do. All right. This might be a little bit of a pity point, but I'm going to give it to Jamaican. But uh, be honest with me. Would you have picked Renegades if, if Jamaican hadn't? Heroic was the first one I thought. So I think of when he when he said Renegades, I thought like they've been they've gotten so close, like they can taste the major sometimes, and they've had chances, like they've played against teams that they should or could possibly beat to make the major, and they just haven't. And then you think about heroic with players like like these players have made events, like they, they've made their mark on the scene. You know what I mean? And these players need the 
environment to explode. Like they need that experience. Like players like Nifty, players like uh, well, at, at this point it would be Nexa, but now it's Naf, a player who has the potential to bring this team to a major. Oh, for sure. Azure, JKS, and Eustillo uh, waiting to achieve a major. They've had tools to do this. When they had Yam and Rike, I thought that that was going to be a team that could possibly make the major even then. Okay, but Azure and JKS have been to majors. Have they now? Yeah. But not as a core with. Um... Uh, last one was Cologne 2015. And if you but... consider them the core, I get the point. But well, I'm well, to be fair, Madi and uh, Snappy have also been to majors, I'm fairly sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Body, I'm trying to be technical, aren't you? Yeah, it really, it's, it's core, but core three. Yeah. But, but I feel that um, that that core of Renegades has like has been working as like in, in, in not even in this team, but players like Nap and players like Nifty, who have been good in their teams at mediocre at best for Nifty because he's been on and off land, offline. But they've always had that potential, and they but they've never been given like the real opportunity. But this is the opportunity that they need, and this is the one that they have put in front of them. And I think that, that that's why I chose them over Heroic. No, I'm, I'm really excited for this Renegades team now with Naf. I think yeah. they have, yeah. Yeah, they definitely have the potential to go all the way. Um, just fact check, just because I was curious. Snappy has not been to a major, but Moddy has. He was in the winter 2013. Okay. I just thought Snappy, because he, he's been in the scene for quite a while now, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, I think so. But I, I, was just, I was assuming for him, but I knew Moddy had. It was with a uh, Fnatic? No, it's not SK. Peter Twist, uh, Zelos, and Modi. Really interesting. I actually, it's pretty, it's a pretty good tidbit. So, probably the biggest talking point of the whole stream. I probably should have saved it for the end, but we're gonna go a little bit in the middle to keep people listening. Who should the Immortals use to fill their two vacant spots, um, considering they have Horvy? Um, assuming that the Teles brothers leave, with three players being Bolt Steel, Horvy. Who are the two players they should pick up? I'm gonna give it to Jamaican first, and. <laughs> No, I'm gonna give it to BCG first because oh. I gave him to Jamaican last time. Wow. Right, go. Um. Okay. So, <coughs> difficult one because now you now, but so the obvious team to look at is Luminosity. Um, Showtime's had his shot, so you look at players like Yell and TKL, um, Cello, and I, I'm honestly forgetting to, to pick a player on that team. Um. So Yell and PKL are the two names that, to me, spring to mind as team players who at least been at the, the semi top tier level, like tier 3 for the longest and then you can always just pull another player out from the Brazilian teams like Team 1 who are playing at the BCA Manager League at the moment, I, I have no idea who the players are on there. You have 10 seconds, pick 2 players Yell and PKL, I genuinely have no idea, I have no, no idea how to run. Okay, uh, Jamaican you, you can only pick one of those two if you're going to answer with one of them, okay, Jamaican? And so you're saying that it's Harvey, um, Bolts, and Steel, correct? Bolts, Steel. Okay. So I'm taking... one of the players, All right. like I said. Alright, so one of them, oh, I'm, I'm obviously going to take PKL, because he was like the IGL. He's a pretty good player. Um, other one I'm going to go with from Pain Gaming, uh, is Cello. Um, oh, no, not Cello. Um, He's on Luminosity right now. That's right, that's right, that's right. Pain, oh wow, Pain, uh, Pain disbanded. Not here anymore. That's a rip. That's a hard rip. You have 30 seconds, so you better. Um, it, boy. I mean, I would probably go with uh, Kogu. <laughs> I'm going Kogu, dude. Um, so, because here's my oh! thing. You know, because uh, look, Bolts doesn't op, Steel doesn't op, Horvy, I think, I mean, it might be an op, but it doesn't matter. Kogu did pretty well against North. <sighs> I can't this. So. I'm pulling that 1.6 trap card. Let's go, Kogu. Okay. Well, Game set I'm match. Gonna, 
do... I kind of put you in a rock and a hard place considering I gave it to him first, Jamaican, but I'm going to give it to BCG. Wow. I'm surprised nobody said Showtime. Dude, Showtime's literally trash, dude. I Showtime's Show yeah. I, I, I brought him up and just said no. Showtime has been the best player on that team. That's a lie. That's a lie. Don't Showtime don't even say that. That's, that's fake news. Fake news. No, 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 no. Have you seen Showtime at LAN? Have you seen Showtime at LAN? He's literally AIDS at LAN. Like, they've only been to like two. No. No, they've been to like a bunch. They always qualify for these dream hacks, and they always fail, cause he's literally and trash. He the... Like Cold Zero and all of them said, he cannot play CS. He does not know what he's doing. Showtime has a 1.05 <laughs> land rating out of 24 lands this year. That means nothing, okay? He probably goes to like the Brazilian lands. He was to, like ESA Showdown, which is like um had like Freakazoids um uh Swole Squad Swole Patrol. That does not count. That's, that's you know that's not fair. Either way, I think that Showtime is the better player. No, he has the wrong. most experience. He's played with Bolts and Steel before. I think that he has the most potential for that. Bad experience doesn't count. Bad experience? Yeah, really? he has bad experience. They removed, they removed him for an in-game leader. Showtime's literally trash. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I say what I say goes, and you're wrong. You can't argue because uh, <laughs> I'm the judge. <laughs> My word is law. Okay. 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 Number. Number seven, who should join the X Immortals player as a fifth, assuming that they pick up X, F and X as their fourth? Oh, I get it first, right? Uh, yes, you do. Ready, set, go. Oh, boy. Um, so they already have Henny as op, and of course, that's, that's really just, and Kanji as op, so they can't get another opera, so they can't get Kogu, unfortunately. Now, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna do the whole, I'm gonna say Pickle for the fifth, because they need, they need an IGL. And because I mean, Lucas, I mean, they batted an IGL around. That's a pretty self explanatory answer. You don't really have to back that up. Because for me, because I just want to say that um, Immortals never really had it like, it, always, it was always between Bolts and Steel, generally. So, I mean, you know, FNX never really was an IGL. Too drunk for it, anyways. So, we'll just give it to uh, Pickle. Um, starting, sorry, I'm just waiting for the timer to get even because I don't want to have to remember. Ready, set, now. Can I go PKL and just just leave it at that and then have a good point? Because there's no one better really for in-game leader. Um, Don't give a point. Google search gives me Bit, who's the in-game leader of Team One, this team playing. They, they won uh, the Brazil Open at the moment. The the only other choice that springs to mind is Elise Nicholas, which is rumored to join the uh, the player break. He speaks Portuguese. He's obviously an insanely talented player. But, I mean, Are you picking a leash? I'll pick. I'll pick a leash. No. I thought it should be realistic. Pick PKL. You can't now. He said a leash. Well, he picked PKL, didn't he? Yeah, I picked PKL. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my Why God. Did you, did you say bit? I would have picked bit. I would have. I would have given you the points. PKL is just better though. But but what you don't understand is that bit has the history with these players. No, I, I admittedly don't, like, no, like... That, oh, well, I mean, I guess I understand. Well, either way, he got, he got the spring on it. If you said bit, I would have given you the point, but it's 4-3. Oh. Um, I think that bit is a player that could explode into the top scene as an in-game leader. He hasn't. He's old. Isn't he older? We don't know the guy. <laughs> we don't know the guy. Uh, I think he could pull one of the grandfather of CAS moves and be like a Zeus almost in some way. I think that if he put the time in and he had, like, the dedication and the team around him, I think he could do something for his teams. Um... 
He's more of a supportive player too, so they, they need one of those, so he could be a support I in-game leader, and that would be really good for them. I think PKL is just kind of like, he does what he wants in in-game leads. Like, he doesn't have like a, a super specific role in the team, other than in-game leader, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like that's what the this four player, like, call would need, though. They don't really Yeah. So you said Elyse, and I just thought, like, Elyse wouldn't put up with them. He wouldn't put up Kyota. with them. Yeah, but, but of course he's the star player of... But look at him, like look at look at Elise. Can you imagine him with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. Alright, which region is choosing not to utilize their young talent the most? And which players should be moved up? You don't have to explain, just give me an example or two. Uh, ready, set, go. BCG's first, I think, this time, right? Yep. Um, it's gotta be France. Like, oh. they, they, have, they have so much Oof. talent. I knew he wanted I mean, that. Zyro is the obvious choice there but then you've got the players on envious academy you've got players like haji oh. you've got lambert who's an in-game leader and an author he sounds like okay. someone who fit into envious immediately oh i mean if you look if you look at fanatic they literally picked up the in-game leader from their academy team and they've instantly looked like they're a better team so you could you could potentially solve the envious problem by moving lambert up. you can move haji up you could pick up zaiwu and all of these players seem certainly more individually talented than sixer two of them are orpers one of them is just an insanely talented rifler, and you could put Happy on the orb, keeping him leading. One of them is an in-game leader. So there's already three players I think could solve Envious is problem. And although Lambert, admittedly, is quite an, is an older player, he's definitely not had the experience on the top tier of the scene. Mm, okay. This is rough. Uh, your turn. Oh, now. man, this is rough. Oh, boy. So I'm going to have to say, because France is not taken, that's the obvious easy choice. Um, I'm going to have to say... Oh no, I don't even know what to say. To Poland. Alright, you know what? Alright, it's gonna be Poland. Look at okay, Virtus Pro. Look, you have two teams. There's two Polish teams anyone knows. Uh, Virtus Pro and Kingwin. Um, Kingwin, none of Virtus Pro has been around for what, three, four, five years as a team. So that's the only top tier Polish team, really. I wouldn't consider Kingwin top tier. And they have yet to really try anybody from like lower to like Mishu or. Maybe a uh, like Rollin or you know Mouse, whatever, what, any one of those people on that farm team, so to speak. But in reality, Kings only on a farm team because they never move up. So Poland. Give me, give me, give me two players you would move up in specific, and you don't have to say who they replace. Just two players. Um, you'd move I would up. definitely say either uh, Mishu, and probably I want to say Sparrow. Let's go with the okay. uh, the odd Sparrow because he looks the best. Um. Uh. <laughs> In terms of relevance, I think I'm going to give it to Jamaican on this one. I feel like that's the more relevant recently. I feel like he's, he's got, like, VP is, ob like, seeing how Ely just happened. Like, we were just, like, just watching it almost. It's right. pretty obvious that something done. Uh, number nine is, how would you fix the current Hellraiser's roster uh, with no limitations other than language and region? Oh, uh, who would you replace and who would you bring in? You can remove any player, any players, because there are no limitations. They have no major spot. They have no major qualifier spot. Who would you bring in? Why? Uh, Jamaicans first, I believe. Ooh, yes, I am. All right. So this is easy, easy, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Um, Hellraisers, you know, I, I hate Hellraisers. They're pretty trash. They've always been trash. Um, I'm dropping Essa. I'm dropping Dead Fox. I'm dropping Waxic. I'm keeping Angel, obviously. He has to star S to star IGL. Zero is fine. I, I'm fine with him. So at a drop to those three, we're going to take you from Dignitas. We're going to take... Um, we're gonna nope, take. I didn't hear that. I'll give you another 10 seconds. Uh, we're taking Lowell. We'll put on here. Okay. We're gonna put Kyushima on here, and we're gonna put 
Zawu on here. Uh, oh. Yeah. So we're gonna have uh, like three, a couple Frenchies, a Spaniard, Ten Angel, seconds. and Zero. God team right there. Angels are God. IGL. That's all that matters. Okay. Okay. Your turn now. Uh, start now. Okay. I'm gonna keep it. Keep it CIS local. I'm gonna drop Dead Fox and Essa. Walks it can stay. Um, and I want to pick up two of So 100's players. I want to pick up Smike and Crush. Uh, they've been, I think, the best players on this So 100 roster that Zeus sort of put together and has cultivated as a CIS team. They've had, they've had like minor success at local lands. Mm -hmm. But Smike's a player who's been to major qualifiers. He's done relatively well at these. He's played against teams like Vegas Squadron Close, who we know have gone gone much further in, in the major process. And then. Crush is a player, I guess a lot of people like won't really know that well, but he's still quite young. Uh, he's still building up experience. 10 seconds. Um, but statistically, he's been doing quite well for 100, and I think that's the team that I want to farm for in the CIS region for a team like Hellraiser's on Okay. Before so you judge, before you judge, I just want to point out that Crush is literally, uh, Crush tweeted out the other day that he said Bolt wasn't a good player from Immortals, and I responded saying, I don't think you ever watched Bolt, so I got 50 likes on that tweet. Just want to point that out. Continue. Okay. I want you to tell me what your roster was one more time. BCG, I didn't hear uh, all of the players. I heard Angel. Angel? Uh, hear Zero. Zero Crush. No, no. Oh, so talking about... Okay. Angel, Crush, I'm keeping Woxic, and then... You're getting rid of Sorry, Zero. Angel. No, Angel, Zero, Woxic, then Crush and Smike. Um... I feel like you could have done a lot more with your pick, BCG. I feel like there are other players that you could have... Jumped for like from other teams like Flipside maybe. <laughs> Electronic. Sorry. We can't answer every question without Electronic. You literally can though. You That's the thing. You can. can. You literally can. You told me I couldn't. Earlier no, off. I said you we couldn't. In one like question. Twenty minutes. No, no. In one question, I said you couldn't. All right. All right. Let's get that clear. So, um, I thought that this, the crush pick was interesting. I thought that the Smike pick was also interesting, but I felt that the only like worthwhile player that you picked up was Crush. I don't think Smike is ready. I think there were better players that you could have picked over Smike. Uh, I actually feel the inverse of that. I feel Smike's one a much better team than Crush. Yeah, maybe. Crush was maybe. like who else? Who else in Pro 100? Can I remember? It might me be a little bit, a little bit, a uh, little bit biased, but I like how he said Kiyoshima. I wanted Kiyoshima. I thought Kiyoshima would have fit well in that system. I think Lowell would have fit well in that system as well. Uh, Zaiwu, I feel like that's a pretty bold pick, but considering that I, um, Hellraisers actually did offer him, did you know that? They actually did approach him. Did not. And not it was pretty that. crazy. Now you do. Uh, now you do. No, <laughs> no. He, so, <laughs> so that happened. It was pretty crazy. Um, so I'm going to give it, it's 5-4 right now, and the first to 6, I believe, wins. So you have to get this one right. Uh, or else it's game over. Have a if you had to, you're winning. You're winning 5-4. Oh, Second to last question, assuming that Jamaican wins it. If you had to change Australis by one to two players, who would you cut for who and why? I already know. Um, oh wow, this is uh, this is a rip. This is a hard rip. Yeah. I know, I, no, I know Jamaicans, so it's uh -huh. really just BCG. So, who would you uh, change? I'm also cutting Zipnix. I don't think okay. he's been. A... I'll also cut another player, and I'm gonna cut. Okay. Is the is the second choice? Oh. Just to, just to not do the same answer that Jamaican did. Oh, okay. um, the players I want to pick up are Config and Yugi. Because I want Ooh. the boys back on the rifle, I want Yugi orping, and I want Config doing what he's doing, oh. running in, shooting faces. So my lineup would be Device, 
Yeah, okay. You, you're okay there. I'm so blown away. You picked Yugi, and I love it. Oh my god, look at this kid. <laughs> okay, so so my, my lineup at the end is Device, Kirby, Glaive, Yugi, Conflict. And you're going to three, three and Zimmers. Wow. Damn. I'm not to respond to this. Obviously. Considering uh, the judge's uh, yeah. biased yeah, reaction. Okay, so here's my thing. Um, I'm keeping Dupree because look at Dupree at his last event. Dupree was a god, okay? And so Yugi, I mean, Yugi is good, sure. But my issue with Yugi is uh, at the top, they could even qualify for an online qualifier. Like, if you can't be that consistent, how are you going to join number one of the top tier team in the world? I mean, sure, Yugi's a hard carry. Sure, Yugi's a hard carry. Sure, sure. I mean, you can argue that, right? But... If anything, I would go, if I'm going in the Danish team, Config, and that's another one, like, on North, Config is a star player, so if you're going to put him on Astralis, he's not going to be a star player anymore, so therein lies the issue, like, how can you have a former star player, that's not really a support player, play a supporter for on Astralis, I don't think it's going to work out very well. And then, you'd have to wonder about the fact that, you know, okay, alright, 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 I'm giving you the point, high five, I oh, agree damn. with your logic and reasoning however i do think that that would be an interesting fix to the australis problem um and due to the fact that you answered before jamaica and i still think valde is the most obvious choice and he made he made a really good um i thought he was just going to pick conflict but when he added yugi into the equation i think that, that would be actually a pretty smart move in my opinion i think that that would be I don't know. something that i could back um but i would like to see him on north before i see him on australis so um, and before north like overtakes Australis though I mean, okay, right now. so final question. This is it, boys. Are you ready? All right, it's map five, boys. Let's go. Oh, wow. Jamaican gets it. Here we go. Which current top three team, and mm. I'll refresh your memory, the top three teams currently are SK Gaming and North. Which okay. of these top you three teams? Out in the middle there. What was SK, yeah. North, and... G2. G2, okay. These top three teams, do you think will be the first to make make a roster move? How long until they make that move? For who and why? This Oof. is a. I'm gonna give it a three minute question. You have oh, three minutes man. to answer it. Oh no! All right, so I go first, right? Yep. Which team? Who? Why? And for, and how long? All right. Unfortunately, Astralis is no longer a top three team, or else they'd be the number one choice. Um, I think we have to go with. SK Gaming, because they're the because North just picked up Valdi. There's no way that and they've been rising in success they won an event and so there's no way to drop in anybody now there's no point except for maybe you could say argue that they'll drop az or maybe occasion b but there's no reason for them to do that sk gaming as alluded to earlier taco has been underperforming for his over aggressive style has been kind of figured out so to speak um phelps is still solid and cold and fallen of course still solid but taco and fur i don't think they'll replace both of them they can't Unless they picked up Henny and Lucas, but I highly doubt that'll happen, because um, they're too professional for that. So I'm gonna see them dropping Taco, and then who they pick up. It would probably be because I mean Taco's always been a support player. I haven't had any issues with him because I think that if you have four crazy fraggers, I mean he can't he can only get only whatever kills are left. So I would probably replace him with say Bolts. Because Bolts has been a god on Immortals, and I think he fit really well into the SK system again. But I think that's the only team that can make a roster. Plus G2, um, 
they just made a recent they recently formed this year they've won several events uh recently i mean they haven't played an event since the elite qualifier for the uh season three so it would make, wouldn't make sense for them to make a roster move so in reality all it could be would be sk dropping taco unless north i don't know unless north is something really stupid which i doubt that's my answer okay. locking it in okay um, I'm not letting recent uh, <clears throat> achievement coming into the uh, the fray. Like I'm not gonna be biased because oh G2 just won an event and you have to pick them, therefore you lose. That's not what I'm gonna be like. Um, I need I need a uh, a specific not specific but like general time that you think that SK will make this change, like a range. Oh okay. Um, I'll say three months. Within the next three months. Okay. BCG, you have to pick North or G2, a, a time when they will make that change, who they change, and why. Uh, God. Um, okay. You can, you can take okay. a minute to think, because you have three minutes, so. Yeah. I can't pick SK? No. Just pick a different player? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I'll let you pick SK, I'll let you pick SK. I'll let you pick okay. SK. I mean, G G2 did just one event, North just one event, and came second to G2 at the other events so like there's literally no reason either of those teams are even beginning to consider roster changes whereas sk although they're still like number one in the world they haven't won a tournament in far too long i mean they, they came they came third at mykonos and they were by far the best team on paper in that event so they're the obvious team to make a roster change again taco is the obvious player to drop and like i said earlier i think the player to pick up is steel and not bolts and the reason for this is bolts is uh in-game leader he has had fallings out when he's played with Paul in the past. Um, in an interview, I think it was something along the lines of Bolts is a player who will question calls even when he's not in game leading. Whereas Steel, I feel, would slot much more comfortably into a sort of support role, do what Paul asks of him, and just generally be a slightly more skilled version of Taka as opposed to Bolts, who might, might rock the boat a little bit too much for someone like Paul. Uh, the roster change will happen. If SK Gaming fall to Liquid in their Group D of E-League, it will happen after that. So if Astralis okay. and Liquid make out of Group D and SK don't, that's when the rest of the change happens. Okay. Um, would you like to say any words to each other, exchange some words before I uh, reveal who the winner was? Um, uh, if you win, it's because of the pity point. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's not UKCS. It's also, it's also super late here. I, d I don't know how good you guys are at converting time zones, but it's at least 3 a.m. and not yeah, 10 well, past 11, like the clock time. That's because you're, you know, you, you lost a war to us, so I mean, you know, North America, USA. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. And the winner is... BCG. Ah, rip, rip, rip. Uh, I feel like you glanced over the fact that Bolts has history with this player, with these teams, uh, in, in SK. Eh. I think that... I just feel like, you know, I just feel like they um, have, I mean, advanced since then. I mean, I'm sure that's probably happened in the past, but I mean, I've seen players in CSGO or esports have gotten over previous uh, disagreements. I understand, obviously, history is a big issue, but I mean, when you're trying I to build I just felt a... like you were trying to add more firepower into the team, which they don't really need at all. Like, it's not a factor in this. In this well, equation. for, I mean, Cole Zera hasn't been that hot in recent tournaments. I mean, obviously, ESL uh, won New York. I mean, he still did pretty, he still did well, but. It wasn't like old Cole's era, like pure hard carry. And Fallen, notoriously, has kind of fallen off. Haha, -ha, so to speak. And then Fur, he used to be Mr. I'll rush the smoke every time. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say that Cole's era wasn't good? As I didn't, no, 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 no. 
Not as usually. Like before, usually he's a hard, just a hard carry. Now, I mean, he's still amazing, top tier, top five player, but not the best player anymore. That's Nico. Easy for John Wick. Take a look at the chat, my good friend, and I mean, that is why you lose. You can't, you can't argue with um, Nico being the best player in the world. No, I can't. But take a look at the chat. Uh, one point four seven. Oh, okay. I said, yeah. <laughs> hey, okay, old clothes. Everybody got a two point just saying. <laughs> and this has been the Real Sports CS podcast. I hope you enjoyed. All right, yeah. Peace.